Hey, Shalom. Our, our topic for today is, uh, is based on a tshuva responsum of Rav Meir Shapiro Zatzal. Um, and the topic is the status of, of our Shabbos meals, or of, of uh, uh, meals on Shabbat. Is it a biblical level or a rabbinic uh, level obligation? Just a word or two about Rav, Rav Meir Shapiro. Um, he is known for two great things. His uh, his yeshiva's Chachme Leblin, which was which was an amazing creation, uh, um, a yeshiva which combined uh, uh, extremely high standards of excellence and learning, proficiency and excellence, as well as as uh, a high standard of of, uh, of dignity amongst the Talmudim. Um, they lived in a in a in a beautiful building, and he made sure that they were clothed well. Um, there was a great dedication to the to the uh, to the yeshiva, and he's the one who is um, who is uh, uh, has this chus of of making the idea of dafayomi, which had which had been brought up before. But he's the one who made it happen. He's the one who 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 popularized it and and was influential in making it. Um, uh, what it is today, which is which is just an amazing feat. Um, there is a third thing, though, and that is is his Shadlus and Shuvas or Hamer. So um, uh, he has a Shuva on this topic, which was a discussion with with a Talmud of his, um, and we're only going to scratch the surface uh, because because every every small section of the Shuva has has so much in it so um we're going to take the topic and we'll 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 do what is what is a relatively small portion of this chuva say to go more um now if we look for is there a torah source for shabbos meals well in the chumash so Chorus Yom HaShabbos Lekacho, that's a source of Shabbos day should be remembered to, 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 to sanctify it. That's a source for something mental. It's a source even for something verbal. Chazal say, Zachreo Zachiras Shevach V'Kiddush, we should make a mentioning in it, a declaration of of the of the praise and the sanctification and the sanctity of Shabbos when it comes in, but and 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 even though that is the source for for Kiddush, but the idea that you even consume wine for Kiddush is considered a rabbinic uh, a rabbinic obligation. There is a, a verse in Yeshayahu Nunchet Yud Gimel Bekarasol Shabbos Onik that Shabbos as part of a long a long pasuk about many beautiful things of of Shabbos Bekarasol Shabbos Onik you should call Shabbos an Onik a delight now delight that would involve uh, uh, physical physical pleasures simply and that's and that is taken as the source for what we call Onik Shabbos but as the, as the uh, as as the Rambam presents it this is this is what is uh, this is a, a a mitzvah that is spoken about in the prophets. Now, a, a mitzvah that is spoken about in the prophets, or in the in the in the Tanakh, if you excuse me, is referred to as divrei kabbalah. And 
laws like these that appear in in uh, in Tanakh have the status of rabbinic laws with a little extra um, uh, uh, chizik to them, if you will. So, but but that would still not take it as 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 more than a as more than a rabbinic law. Again, the reason for this is that. <clears throat> Uh, Moshe Rabbeinu gave us the 613 mitzvahs, the tinim of the Torah. And those tinim include an Isra Bal Tosif and an Isra Bal Tigra, which is a prohibition against adding to the Torah and subtracting to the Torah. And uh, as the Ramam beautifully explains, so the, the because of this prohibition, if a prophet were to come and say, I have a 614th mitzvah, or I have an emendation to one of the 613 mitzvahs, so that would be considered false prophecy, because we already know that Moshe Rabbeinu in his highest level prophecy already told us that, that uh, these are the 613 mitzvahs. And so um, anything that you, any, any halacha that you see in, in, the, in the Tanakh, as a as a command would have the status of a of a rabbinic thing it's it's written about by the prophet but it it doesn't have the status of more than a than a rabbinic law so we still don't have a source uh, in f- to consider shabbos as a biblical mitzvah now there is of course the pasuk uh, in the context of the month so if we read through the, the Parsha of the Man, they collected double bread on Friday. That's a statement of fact. That doesn't yet say eat Lecha Mishnah. That says they collected Lecha Mishnah. There's two Omers for each person. So everybody brought this to Moshe Rabbeinu. So Moshe said to them, That's what Hashem said. Shabbaton, Shabbat Kodesh, Lashem Machar. Tomorrow is a Shabbos. It's a holy Shabbos to God. What you want to bake, bake, bake today. What you want to cook, cook today. All the remainder. Leave it for for, for tomorrow. They did what Moshe said. Now remember, there had been a command not to leave over month. And here they did it. It didn't get messed up. It didn't get um, get uh, ruined, spoiled. It didn't become wormy. And Moshe said, eat it today. For Shabbos, is, 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 it's, a, it's a Shabbos to Hashem today. You won't find it in the field. You won't find man in the field today. Six days you should gather it. And on the seventh day, Shabbat, there's not going to be man there. Now, if you were to take the 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 uh, rigid pshat, if you were to be very, very simple, straightforward reading of the Pasuk, this seems to be not a standard uh, thou shalt mitzvah, but rather a what we would call a a uh, a a heter. 
as opposed to what you would have thought otherwise, that you're not supposed to leave them on over. And if you leave it over on the next day, you wouldn't, you wouldn't eat it. it. First of all, it would get ruined. But now it's true. It didn't get ruined. But who said I can eat it today? You can eat it today for, Shab- for it's Shabbos today. Today, you're not going to find it in the field. So therefore, this is your food for today. So the simple meaning, the simple reading of the psukim it, it, in, in my opinion, if you were to take a hyper shot approach, would be that there is not a, a, um, a, a biblical mitzvah based on this pasuk. Um, rather, it's simply a hetar. Now, the Gemara does quote this, How many meals is a person obligated to eat on Shabbos? Shalosh, three. Rabbi Chidkomer, Arba. And Rabbi Yochanan says that they both derived their dinim uh, from the, the same pasuk. Each, each of those hayoms, which is an extra pasuk, he could have just said, meaning without the hayoms. Um, and so I think, and so Rav Chitka, Rav Chitka Savar Miurta. This is after the night. This is already in the morning. So there were three extra meals during the day. So according to Rav Chitka, there's, there's four meals on Shabbos, one at night and three during the day. For Rabbanan Savre Bahade Urta, that this includes the three are the sachakol are the are the the uh, uh, the total of the amount of meals on on Shabbos. So according to uh, according to the uh, the Rabbanan, there are only three Shabbos meals. According to Rav Chidka, there are four Shabbos meals. Okay, they're darshaning this pasuk. Does that make this pasuk? Does that does that teach us that this pasuk uh, gives us a mitzvah deoraisa? Of of uh, of Shabbos meals, well, it could be that we have a phenomenon which we refer to as an asmachta. The word asmachta has a number of meanings in halacha, but with regards to drushos, so we we refer to an asmachta as a rabbinic law that is attached to a pasuk in the in the in the in the Tanakh. Not a not a rabbinic not a biblical law that is derived from a pasuk in Tanakh. But rather rabbinic law that is that is tacked on to a pasuk in Tanakh. Now it's interesting though. Here we are. We have a machlokus about how to darshan the pasuk. It's the style of a doraisa drasha, because it sounds like here's a pasuk that is that is being given. Here's a pasuk that is, is that is a command. And now let's understand what Hashem commanded. If it was only a rabbinic law, so then the argument between between the Tanakhama and Rav Chitka would be a rabbinic, a totally independent rabbinic argument. And, and it would be about some other topic. It would be about uh, one holds that uh, for this reason, it's important to eat three meals and one holds for this reason, it's important to, to eat four meals. And then they would latch it onto the Pasuk. But here it's uh, the, the simple meaning of the Gemara is Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Ushneim Mikra Echad Darshu, they're darshaning this pasuk by Yom So, so um, the simple reading of the Gemara is that it's a biblical mitzvah. 
because it's the style of a biblical drasha with a machlokas about 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 how to understand the drasha. Um, so, excuse me, I keep on floating around here. Now, um, are you getting a sneak preview of the whole whole discussion here? Um, now, the um, how do we? What about the pasuk though? Let's go back to that pasuk. According to this, this is a command of Moshe to eat today, and. It's true, Moshe said this um, concerning the man. And it's true, there was a possibility of understanding this pasuk as referring to just a heter to eat the man during the day. But that heter was formulated as a command, ichluhu. Uh, and the words hayom, hayom, hayom are are inclusive words, are ribuim. So, so there is a side to say that uh, even though this was before Matan Torah, Moshe Rabbeinu, and, and the Shabbos had already been spoken about. So Moshe Rabbeinu is, is uh, remember they, they heard about Shabbos in Mara. Moshe Rabbeinu is, is telling them one of the dinim of Shabbos now that emerged at the, at the month. Uh, the dean of 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 uh, of, of shalosh suudot of shalosh suud. So, so uh, uh, the simple reading of the Gemara, I think, is that it's a drasha d'oraisa. But then we have to go back to the pasuk because remember the first, the simplest reading of the pasuk we thought, at least I thought, was that it's only a heter but not a mitzvah. On the other hand, the language of ichlu is a command, and we do have these hayom extra. Okay, so. Uh, the method of Rav, uh, of the of the Meforshim and and Rav, Rav Meir Shapiro in this tshuva is to he doesn't even mention by the way all that I mentioned before all that I just said he doesn't start the tshuva that way um, he goes straight to sugyas in the Gemara and trying from the sugya to extract whether the Gemara's assumption is that it's Del Rice or the Rabban. So now here's a here's a uh, here's a din. Let's say there's a fire on Shabbos. So matzilim mazon You can save from the fire uh, enough for for three meals. Haroi laadam laadam. Haroi belabehema labehema. What's fitting for a man, you can save human food, etc. Ketzat. What would be a case? Nuflad like a lele Shabbos matzilim mazon If there was a fire on Friday night, so you can save. Again, we're talking about a fire, which involve no danger to human life. Because at the moment there's even a doubt of danger to human life, there would be a mitzvah, there would be a command to extinguish the fire on Shabbos to save lives. But we must be talking about a fire, which is, if you will, um, uh, the best example I have is a, a, a fire in a, in a storage shed on the top of a rocky hill. So the fire is not gonna spread anywhere and it's just gonna destroy property. So it would be prohibited to, to extinguish, uh, but there's a, it's, it's, it's permitted to save from the fire um, the, these, uh, this food. Uh, if it's at night, 
three sudas. Beshachris, matzili, mazon, shtei sudas, two meals. Bemincha, mazon, suda, chad, one meal. Rabbi Yossi, Omer, lola, matzili, mazon, shalosh, sudas, you can always save the the uh, three meals. Okay. Um, now, the Gemara quotes this Mishnah. Nuflod, lake, belele, shabbos, matzili, mazon, shalosh, sudas. My love, de lo achal. Aren't we talking about where you didn't eat yet? And then, this is a proof for the Rabbonon that uh, that there are three meals on Shabbos, not four. Says the Gemara, no, no, you, Rabbi Chitka would say, where you already ate one suda. Shachris, Matzili Mazon, Shtei Sudos. You save three, you save two. My love, Delochal, aren't we talking about in the morning when you didn't yet eat? No, Delochal. Rabbi Chitka would say, you already ate, and then you're saving another two so that you'll have four. Are we talking about a scenario where you didn't eat yet? You, you ate already. Because in the Seifa, it says that at the end of, the, of, the, of, the, of that Mishnah, so it says that Rabbi Yossi argues, and he says, you can always save three meals. Meaning, whereas the Chachamim say it depends on when the fire takes place, Rabbi says three meals is, is there's, a, there's a blanket heter to save three meals on Shabbos from a fire. Mechlalda, Tanakama, Shalosh, really. It sounds like Tanakama, the, the first anonymously presented Tana, who argues Rabbi says that you could, you could, uh, you could only come, uh, uh, come up to uh, a grand total of three meals. You see that the Mishnah and it goes against Rav Chitka. And sure enough, we pass him that there's only three meals on Shabbos, not four. Now, uh, source that improve, that implies it's the right. So again, the simple reading of the Gemara is that it's the right, but it doesn't say it explicitly. Um, the Gemara uh, seems to assume, again, this is the underlying assumption of this Gemara and Brachos uh, 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 is... Uh, is that it's still Raisa. Now it actually is very um, uh, apropos here because Rosh Chodesh Shvat just began here. So even if you, if, if where you are, <coughs> are yeah, Rosh Chodesh didn't begin yet, but it already began here. So we're learning something which is Mamish in Yana Dioma. Amar Avidi Barav and Amar Abraham, Amar Abraham Nachman, Amar Shmuel. So if you forgot Rosh Chodesh in davening, meaning in Shimon Esri, you forgot Yalavayavu, you, you, you go back. But you don't go back uh, if, you, if you forgot it, if you forgot uh, Yalavayavu in benching. Why, why should there be any difference? If this is the, again, if you view Yalavayavu in benching as the text of the benching, so then you messed up the text of the benching. The text of the benching on, on Rosh Chodesh includes Yalabiyavu. I had the same problem. And I asked Rav Nachman, and he quoted Shmuel as saying, uh, excuse me, and he said, excuse I didn't hear from Shmuel anything on this. Let's see. With regards to tefillah, <coughs> it's an obligation. And you then go back. Whereas, you could eat or you could not eat on Rosh Chodesh, meaning you don't have an obligation to eat a meal 
on Rosh Chodesh. So the meal itself was not a Rosh Chodesh meal. Therefore, ain't machzirin so. In other words, um, with regards to uh, mentioning, when you bench on Rosh Chodesh, when you, when you say the Birkat de Mazon on Rosh Chodesh, so, so then you mention Rosh Chodesh. But there, there is not an obligatory Birkat Hamazon on Rosh Chodesh. By nature, Birkat Hamazon uh, is not an obligatory Rosh Chodesh. It's true, if you ate bread, you're obligated to, to say Birkat Hamazon, but you're not obligated to make sure you eat bread so that you make Birkat Hamazon on Rosh Chodesh. So at its core, Yala V'yavu and benching is not an obligatory prayer, whereas you are obligated to pray on Rosh Chodesh, and therefore, the Rosh Chodesh uh, addition, the Yalav Yavu in 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 uh, in Tfila, in Shmon Ezrei, is obligatory. So the Gemara then says, Elameata Shabbosos Viyamim Tomim Lo Sagid Lo Achil Achin Amidi Toy Hador. So wait a second. Based on what you're saying, it should follow that on Shabbos in Yom Tov, where you're not able not to eat, meaning you must eat. So it should also be the case that if you make a mistake. And you forgot Yalav Yavo, Hadar, you should go back. You know, you're right. If you make a mistake and you forget Yalav Yavo, not Yalav Yavo, you forget Ritzay in, in, uh, in Shabbos, and you forget Yalav Yavo on, on Yom Tov, so you do have to go back. So this seems to be an assumption that you have a chiyuv to eat on Shabbos and Yom Tov. Um, now, again, that chiyuv, it sounds like. Um, it's it's not an obligation, but again, it could be a rabbinic obligation. But Tosfos, uh, wait a second, isn't Rosh Chodesh a day where where you're not allowed to fast? In Megillas Tanis. Uh, Rosh Chodesh is listed as a day when it's prohibited to fast. Now, it's true that the holidays that are listed in Rosh Chodesh in general uh, were, in, excuse me, in, uh, in Megillah Tanis in general, uh, except for Hanukkah and Purim, were holidays that existed only during the times of the temple. But after the destruction, those holidays don't, don't persist, except for, um, for uh, Hanukkah and Purim, but Rosh Chodesh existed pre Megillah Stanis. That's not a specially de- declared uh, holiday. That's something that's in the, in the Chumash. That's something Minatora. And Megillah Stanis, when it mentions the days that are forbidden to fast, it includes Rosh Chodesh. So wait a second. So even Rosh Chodesh, you, you're obligated to eat. So the Gemara's assumption, the Gemara's words are hard to understand. Answers the Gemara. This is the explanation of the Gemara. That you could or could not, meaning you have the option to eat bread. That would obligate you in Birkat Amazon. That would argue in benching. So the Birkat Amazon is not an obligatory Birkat Amazon because you don't have to eat bread. On Yom Tov, you have to eat bread. Now, this adds to us that the obligation on Shabbos of eating involves eating bread. So that's, a, that's another uh, component that we brought in. First of all, so again, the first sugya that we quoted was the core sugya about Shabbos meals. Again, the sound of the sugya is that it's a biblical obligation based on the Pasuk of Avichlu Ayom. The fact that you save uh, uh, Shabbos meals was brought 
as part of the uh, 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 proving that we the Mishnah seems to be passing like Rab, like Rab, the Rabbanan and not Rav Chitka. This this sugya adds the component you see from the rules of benching that uh, that when we talk about the obligation to eat on Shabbos and Yom Tov, it's to eat bread, and on Rosh Chodesh that does not exist. Now the Lavush is the one who comes out explicitly and and says that it's an obligation based on the pasuk. Sudazo, the night meal, the shell chakras and the morning meal. EF shell also below pass. You can't make them without bread. You must need bread. Even if you say that the third meal you can make without bread, these two, which are the main meals of Shabbos, you can't, uh, you can't, you're not yotze, you don't fulfill your obligation unless there's bread. And the same puzzle where you learn out uh, the three meals in the same passage, it talks about bread. Hashem lechem lechla. The man was referred to as lechem. So we have to have our lechem. Uh, and we'll talk about why Sudas Lishis you could you could fulfill without bread. The Taz says the word thou rice out loud. Now here, this is a question. Sometimes in halacha we deal with what about tragic situations <coughs> when a person is in, of extremely limited means and he doesn't have enough money to buy all the things that he needs to fulfill all the different mitzvahs. So which one uh, uh, takes precedence when there has to be some triage? So, uh, so the Taz speaks out in the, on the discussion of, of, uh, of, of uh, uh, bread versus wine, et cetera, et cetera. Of Allah, pasta lechem mishnah, who quoted liyan kiddush. The bread of Lechem Mishnah takes precedence over the wine of Kiddush. So let's say you have a, a very uh, tough situation where you can buy only either wine for Kiddush or challah for, for Lechem Mishnah. Lechem Mishnah, the double bread of Shabbos, is everybody agrees is a biblical level mitzvah. The three meals are del raiso, pas bayinan. And you need bread. Kidisa Basim and Reshai and Dalit. Beam King Kolshin, Shukodil Nanar Hanukkah, Shainwell and Rabban. And so certainly this takes precedence. Uh, if it takes precedence over Kiddush, it takes precedence all over over, over Ner Hanukkah. Okay. This is in in in, in Ilchos Hanukkah. So it's the Taz who openly says that that it's del raisa. Now. Um, this is this is the text of the uh, of the tshuva of uh, of Ramir Shapiro. Um, Okay, everybody, even if you hold that eating bread on Shabbos, not again, not like the Taz, that eating bread on Shabbos uh, isn't Doraisa, you would agree that fasting, the prohibition against fasting on Shabbos is Doraisa. It's a, it's a, it's a Gemara. 
in Tainis, Shabbosos v'yomim tovim l'faneim mutar. It's mutar to fast before them. My fresh ben zelda says, Shabbosos, oh, Shabbosos v'yomim tovim doraisa ve'ein tzorech chizuk. Shabbos and Yom Tov are biblical level mitzvahs, meaning, and therefore there's no need to strengthen them by the day before or the day after also having a prohibition against fasting. Okay, so this is also. Uh, Rav, Rav uh, Mayor Shapiro extracts it. Now, um, there is though an approach that it's to Rabbanan and that's, and that's Rabbeinu Tam. Um, the, the, uh, now, <sighs> Rabbeinu Tam and Sefer Ayasha, Rabbeinu Tam has we we see Rabbeinu Tam quoted in uh, in in uh, Tosas all the time, and Rabbeinu Tam has a sefer called Sefer Ayasha with two parts, and one part is on the Gemara, the other part is Shilas and Shuvas. So in his his responsum, um, so he discusses women's obligation in in the Shabbos meals. Women's obligation in three meals. So he says an interesting thing. Um, I'm right here down at the at the bottom. And and whether women are obligated, They were part of the same miracle of the man. Everybody had the double mon, the double portion of mon on Friday. Women also. They also have to make like a mishnah. That women would have a Shabbos meal, so they would have to have to have lecha mishnah. Now, this is an interesting statement, which is a little bit earth shattering uh, and a little bit surprising that a positive rabbinic mitzvah is equally obligatory on men and women, which this is a shita that uh, is, is, uh, is truly surprising. Um, and these footnotes uh, in that edition that I got it from uh, highlight this, that Rabbeinu Tam seems to be saying that, uh, that the restriction of, of uh, mitzvah sase shiazman grama only being obligatory on men and not women, does not apply to rabbinic law. Okay, so that's not our focus. That's an interesting issue. But uh, he seems to say that women are obligated uh, in, in the three meals, that he says that clearly. But he seems to be saying that it's a rabbinic law. Why? Because if, you, if you'll notice, um, this concept of afin hayuboso anes applies in the Gemara only to, to uh, rabbinic laws. The, um, the, um, uh, 
I'll like just quote the I'm going to stop the share for a moment and I'll I'll actually I'll do a, a reshare and you'll see in the Gemara where this appears The three times that this appears Megillah and Arbakosos and Ner Hanukkah. Om Rabbi Shuvan Levi Nashim Chayavas Bener Hanukkah, Shavin Ayabosanes. And the same thing with. Uh, And so these are three rabbinic laws and they're commemorating miracles. And the, the understanding is that because women were were participants in the same in the same miracles so so they are also um they are also obligated in uh in these miracles in these in these mitzvahs in these rabbinic mitzvahs that are connected to those miracles so the simple simple understanding of rabbinu tam is that is that uh, Shabbos meals are are a similar rabbinic mitzvah that the uh, that the women are obligated also because they were part of the same miracle, meaning there are the Shabbos mitzvahs and this is a a a a special rabbinic creation to commemorate the miracle of the man that women were also obligated. So we do have a shita that uh, that women were obligated in. Uh, that uh, that uh, that uh, Shabbos meals are, are rabbinic. Um, that seems to be very clear from Rabbeinu Tam, and he's quoted as the one that holds that it's rabbinic. Now, now this is just the tip of the iceberg because because um, Rav uh, Shapiro and his Talmud discuss another sugya, and Ramir Shapiro brings another sugya, yet another sugya. So so uh, this is the methodology to uh, to uh, see. What is the underlying of assumption of different sugyas with regards to whether the three mills are, are, are biblical or rabbinic? Again, it's and it, there's some clear pronouncements. Uh, for instance, the Taz was crystal clear that it's a that it's a dindo raisa. Rabbeinu Tam is pretty clear that it's a dindo rabbanan. The uh, ode the mitzvah sasei rabbanan shava bakol. So he refers to it as a mitzvah sasei rabbanan. So that's. That's uh, that's very clear. Again, Rabbi Tam might say that not fasting is a dindo raisa and eating the Shabbos meals with bread is a dindo rabbanan. Okay, that's what I wanted to uh, uh, to share with you today.